0: Ratchiness. Yo, Angela Yee, I love you.
1: 50% ratchetness. I do ratchet. sit down. <laughs>
0: but tonight, 95% ratchetness. Becoming the most prominent form for Wake your ass up. It's early in the morning, but they told me it was y'all. I said, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy, Your people's choice. Angela Yee. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll catch you. Charlemagne the God. The Prince of and people people. I can't love.
2: believe you guys are the best, kid.
0: Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches. Yo, 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 yo,
3: yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Angela Yee.
4: Good morning, DJ MV.
3: Charlemagne, the God. Peace to the
5: planet. It is
4: Friday.
5: Yes, it's Friday. It is Friday. Uh, I guess it's a good Friday. I feel good. It's this good week Friday? sucked, though. be honest with you. This week sucked. What? Yeah, week all sucked. Because yeah. all, all because of the uh, senseless murder of Mr. Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, absolutely. So this week has dragged It feels like nothing on. is the same. Nothing at all. So the energy has been very down all week, but uh, we've made it to the end of another week. Thank God. Okay? Thank God we made it to the end of another week. As absolutely. My, as my man, Lord Duval, says, if you are breathing, you are achieving. There you go. Okay? Thank God that we're alive. There you go. I got so many people coming up to me yesterday asking me for hugs. That's right, baby. They
3: That's actually right.
4: want you guys to start the show every day with the hug. I'm
5: with that. Listen, hug a black man today. Hug a black man, know, tell him you love Orlando. him, man. Listen, because we have all of these conversations about toxic masculinity, which is something I never even really understood until mm-hmm. right, a couple of years ago. But then when you look and you see uh, you know, how men act in certain spaces, not just with each other, but with, uh, with women, of course, it's just like, yo, man, let's spread more love. Stop being tough for no reason. You know what I'm saying? If, it, if you don't love yourself, I love you. If you don't value yourself, I value you. If you don't appreciate yourself, I appreciate you. You appreciate me? And being that my cup is so full, I'm able to pour uh, plenty of what I got into <laughs> other people's cup. I don't want what you, want you want got some, in my cup. You want cup. some of this love in your <laughs> cup this you I want don't want of, none of my You love. want some That's of this your love. love early? Nah. You sure you don't want Nah, I don't, I don't so want,
3: you want what you got in your cup. For no I know. Right. That's a nice jacket, by the way. Thank you. I See, I hug, hug Dramos. See, I hug Dramos. I I'm out. I mean,
4: you know what? Hold on. Eddie.
3: <laughs> oh, see, I hug Dramos. Oh,
4: my gosh. Good morning.
5: I love you. See? I love you. <laughs>
4: gonna,
5: hey. I don't
3: want
4: to be part of this. You're gonna hug the, you. You're going to hug
5: the white camera guy. You ain't going to hug the white camera guy? Good morning. All right. You're not going to
3: hug the white camera guy? Morning. The white camera guy's a person. You're not going to hug him? Give him a little hug? No.
5: No. You
0: know
5: what I'm Damn it, man. The
3: world loves him. Give him a pound.
5: Right? The world <laughs> loves <a laughs> the white man, okay? I'm, I love my black and brown brothers, all right? even give him five. Uh, the, the white man gets told he, he's in. They show him that he's, he's loved every day. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to any of the white people out there, but y'all know what <laughs> Although
4: love is. Although I will say, Steve might be the most unloved person in the world.
5: <laughs> yeah, he is probably the most unloved. <laughs> <laughs> he probably needs it right. the most. It's the prejudice room. Yeah. Right? Oh, my goodness. He has a very sad life. It's
4: just him and his dog. He's
5: outnumbered, you know? <laughs> the schnauzer. Uh, uh. He a schnauzer. Good
4: morning. Schnauzer? Good
3: morning, Steve. Yes, yes, Schnauzer. Good morning, Steve. You get Steve. a good morning, Steve. You get a good morning, Steve. But I'm just He's telling my creepy. black and
5: brown brothers I love them this morning. I love y'all. How are y'all? Good morning. Sorry, Steve. All, All right, right. Well, guy's get... a hard jacket, though.
3: Thank you, sir. You want one? I do, actually. I got you.
4: Well, gotcha. you, you, wait, what's going on? You you were buying him a jacket? Why can't he buy me a jacket? <laughs> Did you bring the
3: package I sent to your house? F! I forgot. Yo, I forget I forget that package every it's morning. It's been like three months. I know, it's been like three months. I'm going to bring it, I swear. i just have
4: to start paying tax.
3: <laughs> See, that's what you get. If you don't know, Angela Yee sends stuff to my house so she doesn't have to pay tax. Is that against the law? No. no it's not against the law. But she sends stuff to my house so she doesn't have to pay tax. And I just forget it at home. I just, I just totally forget it. I'll
4: that's bring it on love. Monday. What if I needed it? I, I'll bring you Monday.
5: That is not love. That's the opposite of love. Well, Julian Castro will be joining us, 2020 presidential candidate. And former secretary of HUD. That's right. I have a lot of questions for, uh, you know, somebody who used to and be a And former in mayor of, of San Antonio. Yes, former mayor of San Antonio. Salute to San Antonio. You know what I mean? Everybody mm-hmm. that listens to us in San Antonio.
3: You're looking for the station.
4: I, know, I don't I think it's <laughs> on that
3: list.
5: That's one of our uh, latest. Greatest. Yeah,
3: newest stations. Yeah, shout out to you guys this morning. All right, well let's we get the show to tell cracking. People, I'm looking for it. <laughs> you you, you we all, heard you he move all off the up to the the Mike. Mic. <laughs> now yeah, we got on um, front page news. What are we talking about?
4: Yes, this is a really sad story. Remember we told you about the missing child that went missing? Yeah, I
3: heard this story. That's crazy. Well, I don't even know Timothy why. Timothy
4: Pitson and yeah. a man came forward and said he was that child. Well, mm-hmm. we'll tell you what happened with that.
3: Okay, we'll yeah, get into it. A- they found out.
4: Well, you'll find out.
3: Yeah. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. This the Breakfast Club. Good morning. She's ain't no surprise. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Hey, hey, and
5: drop one of the clues bombs for 98.5 to beat in San Antonio, Oh, you Texas. got it.
3: Damn it. There you go.
5: Listen, man, we're on in 100 markets, okay? Hey. You know, I'm just trying to stay focused here. Well, let's get in
3: some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee?
4: Well, earlier this week, we told you about Timothy Pitson when he was six years old. He went missing back in 2011. He has allegedly been found after escaping his captors. It called 911, and said he was was timothy turns out that whole thing was a hoax what they that's did a crazy DNA test and it revealed that he claims to be the 14 year old but it's really a 23 year old man
3: he's 23 years old what game by the We're way like, when you see that? his
4: picture he looks grown he looks like he's 30 something years old he has a beard how are you a 14 year old so
5: why did they mistake him
4: Well, he said he was him he said the- he was timothy Pittson, turned himself in no resemblance he, said he escaped from his captors They had never Showed his picture Before now Because it was not They were trying to You know find out If it was really him So of course imagine How heartbreaking that is For the family But you know There was no way He was a 14 year old His name is really Brian Michael Renning
5: So they thought This grown You got a picture
3: picture of 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 him
4: did Revolt post a picture? Um, let's see if Revolt posted. I don't know if Revolt has oh. it. But, yeah, well, look, we didn't see the picture until everyone saw it this morning, so... That's fair. Why was would, no would, way would... for us to know. It was still... Uh, they weren't showing any of that information. They said they still had to investigate, still had to do a DNA test. Mm-hmm. Turns out he had just escaped from... I mean, not escaped. He had gotten released from jail, and he was not that person that's, at all.
5: That's why, uh, you know, going around and, and giving people hugs and telling them that you love them is very important, because that guy right there clearly lacks love so much that he would not do anything to seek attention.
4: There's no way he's Come Come on, on, so they don't like him 14. You want attention
5: so bad. And you know no what? Way. You know what? Shame on all the fools in San Antonio who thought he was 14 years old. Mm-hmm.
4: All
3: I mean, right? They just wanted hope, though. They just wanted hope. You lost your child. You're just hoping maybe he had a beard at 14. You never
5: know. You just try anything. That, if you thought that guy was 14... My God.
4: Jeez. I mean, I guess they still have to investigate because he claimed to be yeah uh, Timothy, but they probably were like, okay, there's no way this is true. All right. All right. Now let's talk about Jeff Bezos and his soon-to-be ex-wife. They have agreed to divorce terms, and she is going to get some Amazon stock. She's going to get 25% of their Amazon stock, so that's going to give her a 4% stake in the company. You know how much that's worth?
5: She's got to be like at least top three richest women in the world right now.
4: That is worth $35 billion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got Amazon's current market value. Where's
5: she at on the list of richest women? At least in America. She got to be like, I know she's top I think three she's number one or number three, right? I think she's number
4: three. She's number three, right? three
5: number three. Number three. Yeah. She looks so pretty this morning. Oh, she looks so here. pretty now. She looks so beautiful. <laughs> Such a bird. She looks so beautiful. This but she didn't look like, like that yesterday.
4: Listen, when you can divorce on those terms, I'm like, go ahead, do you. You don't think <laughs> she
5: looked pretty this morning? She is glowing. <laughs> She's beautiful.
4: She's not interested. <laughs> she, what's her gram? All right, now, Nipsey Hussle. You know, my
5: wife won't slide in her the man,
4: <laughs> The man suspected of shooting and killing Nipsey Hussle, Eric Holder, has pleaded not guilty to murder. I don't know how. But he's being represented by attorney Chris Darden. Now, Chris Darden did enter that not guilty plea on his client's behalf. And you know him from his work as a prosecutor in the murder case against O.J. Simpson.
5: I'm not even going to sit here and act like I knew who the hell that was until yesterday. Everybody was like, he represented, he was in the O.J. case. I'm like, the O.J. case? Because all all you think of all the famous attorneys from that case, it was like Johnny Cochran, Robert Kardashian. I I never thought of Chris Darden. I wonder why he would take it.
4: I have no idea. Maybe he wants attention. I don't know. He's a lawyer.
5: Lawyers take cases because they need money. This one?
4: Who told y'all that? And anyway, you think Eric Holder has money to pay him like that?
5: Nah, he's doing pro bono, I'm sure. I don't know. Somebody get somebody taking care of it, clearly. I
4: don't know. But anyway, that's uh, your front page news.
5: All right.
3: Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up right now. Maybe you walked in the elevator this morning and somebody won't let one go right before you got
5: into that elevator. Ain't that the worst when you just walk into what? somebody's fart?
3: And there was nothing you could do because the door closed and you were just smelling that? Yeah. Uh. Oh, my goodness. Well, get it off your chest. Maybe you don't you hold fight your it. breath. It wasn't me. Yeah, I was holding my breath. Oh. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club. Uh. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass This is your time to get it off your
2: chest.
0: Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
3: Hey, Kiara, today's your birthday? Well,
6: actually, it's tomorrow, but y'all are on the air tomorrow. So, happy early happy, birthday. Happy early birthday. What are you going to
7: do? Thank you so much. Well, last week I went to the DR with a group of my friends. And then this week I'm in Miami with my best friend, Nostalgia. She's asleep. I'm trying not
3: to wake her up, but she'll be all right. Whoa. <laughs> all right. What you doing in Miami? Where you staying?
7: So we actually got an Airbnb. So we're at a condo. Okay. And I'm going skydiving tomorrow. All right. And then on Sunday we're going to um, Key West and we're going to snorkeling and all that stuff So I'm going to hit up um, Pizza Caller's restaurant And just
5: like we're trying Oh to Finger Licking. you gotta go to Finger Licking And the right? best thing about Finger Licking Is they got a fried side And a grilled side Oh uh,
6: yeah Well you know She'll enjoy that I don't <laughs> eat meat But I'm still gonna go
5: They got plenty of good
3: Vegetarian oh, yeah, they got dishes good veggies. as well They got broccoli That's amazing The greens are amazing You'll love it
5: be careful yes, skydiving, right. though, though. I don't want this to be a grand opening don't grand say call. Don't right. put that out there. That's, that's not on her. That's what everybody says, but you know what? I put
7: out good energy, so I know the Lord won't do me like
5: that, okay? There you go. I've que- been questioning that one all week, man. be honest with you. Well, have a good morning and happy birthday, Mama. I don't know. I don't know about this. You get back what you put out. Christina.
6: Yes.
7: Good morning. How are you guys? Good morning.
3: Doing? Good
5: morning. Get it
3: off your chest.
7: I um, wanted to... I wanted to give a praise report to my husband, Ontario Anderson, um, DeMars Anderson on Facebook. He's doing such an amazing job with all the stress from trying to open up a gym in our small town, McCormick, South Carolina with no support really, but he's getting all the love from outsiders. And I just want to tell him that he's amazing and to just keep doing what he's doing. And Everyone go to OD Fitness Studio on Facebook and like his Facebook page okay. and just, um, if you're in McCormick, South Carolina you can stop by and see our gym and watch it grow and um, once it's open it'll be free to all McCormick County School kids that's, that's what I'm dope. talking about so they
5: can attend. well listen, you know I, you know, so I support like, I support all things South Carolina the sad part about it is sometimes when you open things in South Carolina, you can't put your name on them because people will hate on you for no damn reason
7: Exactly. Well, what's, exactly. What's and the name of the what gym we're again? Through, but it's OG Fitness
5: Studio.
3: Okay. Good luck, Mama.
7: Thank you so much, guys. Y'all have a blessed weekend. You too.
3: Shout out to my trainer, Richie. He just opened up his his gym. He opened up a big gym out in Jersey. So, shout out to you, Richie. Mike. What's up, sir? Mike, get it off your chest, bro.
8: Man, I just heard two of the coldest lines you can never hear come out of a woman's mouth ever in your life, sir.
3: Talk to right, me. What happened?
8: Me. Man, look, one of my buddies from work, man. They, uh, he got a girl, he been cheating on this girl with one of the co-workers from work, right? So, uh, <laughs> I guess the, the, the female he was cheating with at work turned around and get a boyfriend, so she don't want to mess with him no more. Mm. So he asked her, you know, okay, well, how come, you know, you can talk to me while well, I got a girl, but when you get a dude, I can't holler at you. You know what she told him? What? Just because you disrespect your relationship does not mean I'm going to disrespect mine.
5: Damn. damn. Okay. Okay. I like that. <laughs> hey, I like that hard Okay. Hey, I,
8: I almost jumped out the damn window, man. Damn. Him. Damn. <clears throat> how do you? How did you respond? Yeah. True. Hey, my was dropped on the floor, man. Damn. damn. Like, hey, she hit hey, him with one more after that though. What? She say, "Uh, I don't owe your girl no respect. You do." That's real. Hey. That's real. That's why
4: I never understand why man. why girls be mad at the other girl when your man cheats, but That's stay cold. with their man. Because it's like, why Hold you up. not mad at your man? He disrespected you.
8: Angela, yeah, I got a question for you. So, you know, some of the ladies, like, why do you, why do some women choose to talk to men when they got a girl, but then on, when, when y'all get a man, y'all don't show that same uh,
4: favoritism. I thought she just told you why. <laughs> yeah, I
5: think I think that is because some Thanks, women just sir. don't want the the the, the hassle. Of having yeah. to be somebody's boo. I also
4: you know think I mean? guys lie a lot, too. They'll be in a relationship and they'll tell you, oh, things aren't working now." That's out true, too. So that's what it is.
3: Damn. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
0: <laughs> this is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So You better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
6: Torrey! Hey, DJ MV. Good
3: morning, Tori.
6: Good morning. Hi, Charlamagne. Hi, Angela. Yee. Hi, Good Tori. We love you guys. We love you back. Get it off your chest. Let me tell you something. I drive a school bus. I live in New Hampshire. Parents have to do better. These kids get on my bus smelling in a way that no child <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, man. Let me tell you something. There's only I'm a mandated reporter, and I report these things to the school as I get them. But it's like the school, it doesn't go any further than the school. We got to do better as parents. And my mother always told me, if I can smell you, you can smell yourself. But, you, but parents, is that we got to do the kids. Is yeah.
5: that all on the parents, though? How old are these kids?
6: Huh? How old are
5: these kids?
6: Well, I have three different age groups. I have car seat kids. I have middle school kids and I have elementary kids. But even the middle school kids, it's like, come on, at a certain age, you already know it's you tough right. for kids out here. Kids are mean. Middle
5: yeah, you're right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. Yeah, middle school kids got to know how to wash their own ass. They got elementary know. school kids too, by the way. If you're in like fourth grade, fifth grade, you ain't got no reason not to have your ass washed. But car seats is all I'm, on the parents. I'm
6: telling you. And the other thing is, I know all your business. You got to be careful what you're doing in front of your kids because I know when mommy and daddy got into it the night before. Oh, yeah. I know when daddy don't come home. I know when the PlayStation's getting broke. We got to do better as kids. What we got to keep our kids
5: kids. You right. But what about these kids that may not have the best circumstances, meaning they may not have water? They may not have electricity. Like, you never know what people are going through. Then that's what they need to be getting on my bus talking about Not mommy and daddy's business you yeah. understand? I get it Alright Tori, it.
6: thank you mama like They might have, might, ha- might not have the means to wash Dayday Dayday be in the building Good morning, good morning Dayday, what's, what's up? up? Get it off
3: your chest, Dayday I first need to say good morning, Uncle Charlotte
6: Good morning, DJ Envy Good morning, Angela Good morning, my good morning. love I you guys every morning Thank you Every morning I'm calling this morning because I'm tired of black queens not acting like queens. I'm tired of seeing three-year-olds on Instagram throwing up trigger fingers, singing n- wow. It's not cool. I'm tired of queens not realizing that what's between our legs actually run men and run the world. And it's time for us to take a stand for our men. It's not okay that we bag up hacks. It's not okay that we getaway get away drivers. It's not okay that we know what our men are doing and okay as long as our bills get paid. Where is the love? I've had enough. So I'm gonna call once so we can drop knowledge
5: because it has to stop. These savages are gonna kill us and they can't kill mine. I feel you 100%, baby. That's why we're spreading love out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? Go hug, go hug a fellow queen today and tell her you love her, you value her, and you appreciate her. She is a queen.
4: Great Friday morning message. Thank you. All
5: right, 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 my my love. Lamar.
3: Yeah, what's going on? What's up, Lamar? Get it off your chest.
9: Yeah, I just want to get off my chest to desensitize people that are a certain way about how people should be feeling about the Nipsey Hussle death. Like, what they don't understand is that he represents something that most people from the inner city aspires to be so far as being an entrepreneur or leaving and getting back. And I've been seeing too many people saying, well, you're not a fan or you didn't know him that well. Well, you didn't have to because he's pretty much somebody like your brother or cousin because... We have so many of those in our neighborhood that try to get out and come back and, and do what they're supposed to do uplift uplifting the neighborhood. That's all I want to say. I'm just discussing that the way humankind is being, especially with the social media area and things of
5: that nature. Yeah, I don't understand why people feel like you have to be, and I love his music, but if, even if you're not a, a fan of his music, why do you have to have be a fan of his music to have empathy for a person? Right. You know what I'm saying? That was a tragic yeah. that's a tragic situation all across the board.
4: That was doing something positive. Word, right. it should make you feel a way.
5: Yeah, exactly, because I'm from Detroit,
9: man, and I feel like I, I've been to Cali a couple of times, and when I was out there, what he represented it's Like, so many people in Detroit are trying to do that, especially young black men. So I just feel like people need to be more uplifted during mm-hmm. this time. So condolences to his family. Thank you, guys, and peace and blessings be on to you. All right, brother.
5: Thank you. Have a good one. Yeah, I think we need to do that this morning. I know we got, um, you know, uh, Castro coming in at, at 7, but... I think at eight we just need to open up the phones and, and ask people how they feel. Cause I'm not gonna front, I've been in a, a funk this whole week behind this Nipsey hustle situation. So I would love to know how y'all just how y'all feel. Okay.
3: Well, 800-585-1051, get it off your chest. Now. We got rumors on the way, Ye?
4: Yes, let's talk about Adidas. They just signed a major, major superstar. I know there was a hundreds of millions of cash involved, dollars in cash involved. Also, let's talk about a rapper who has a New York Times number one best-selling book.
3: All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
0: Right. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Rumor report, rumor report. This is the rumor report. Shots with Angela Yee
5: on the Breakfast Club.
4: Well, I'm sure this was exciting for Little Nas X. His song Old Town Road hit number 19 on the hot country chart.
5: Tough tune, by the way. Let's not act like this isn't a tough low load, low load, load shindig.
4: But Billboard removed that because they said the song was not country enough. Now, if you want to hear the uh the song, here it is. Play some of this bop. I'm
5: gonna Take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna Right till I can't no more. I got the horses in the bomb, baby. Like it's a that now, can't tell me my Lil kids Nod love X. that. Dropping the <laughs> His name is trash, but that song is a bop. Yeah, now nah, my don't kids like his love name. that joint. have you. can't be saying your, you your name is Nas. Is that crazy X. that
4: they would remove it from the Billboard charts, the country? Because they said it wasn't country that's not enough. a country record, though. Just because a person then sings, he that's not went a country record. and got Billy Ray Cyrus on the remix, because Billy Ray Cyrus thought this was a travesty that they would do this. And here's how that remix sounds.
0: Yeah,
4: I'm gonna take
0: my horse Through the old
4: town road Yeah, that's
3: a country record, man I don't know what y'all talk about till
4: I can't no more I'm gonna take
0: my horse Through the old town road I'm gonna ride till I
4: can't no more I got the
5: horses in the back Now is it
4: country Because Billy Ray Cyrus is on? Yes Um, That's
5: that's country, man Billy Ray Cyrus on a trap beat Who do you think he is? His daughter? And let me tell you all something That's not a country record Just because a person sings about horses Doesn't make it a country record What makes it a country record? I don't know, but that. I'll a a take record. my horse to you the out. That's you, a country record. Just that's he, a country just record. Just because you got an accent and, and does talk things about horses don't make it a country record. So what so makes it what, a country what,
4: record? What makes something like a hip hop record? What makes it a country Nelly, record? What makes when,
5: it? When Nelly did records with Tim McGraw was that a country record? When Nelly did records with Florida Georgia Line was that a country record?
4: I'm assuming that they submitted yeah, this as I don't know. a country. I never record. Said that stuff. I'm just talking.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I
3: thought
4: was. But what's crazy is that it was on the charts. It charted as a country record then they removed it. What's the problem? Though?
3: The country stations play it?
4: Well, according to Billboard, they said when determining genres, a few factors are examined, but first and foremost is musical composition. While Old Town Road incorporates references to country and cowboy imagery, it does not embrace, embrace enough elements of today's country music to chart in its current version.
5: Drop on the clues bombs for white people. I don't have a problem with that. All right. They keep their stuff pure, baby. Segregation is still alive, right? we the only people that just accept anybody in our genre. But do country I mean? stations play it, though? We just label Post Malone as hip-hop. Logic is hip-hop. All this is just hip-hop. hip-hop. We put hip-hop on anything. They don't play that. Drop the bomb for white people, damn it. I see y'all. Don't drop a
4: bomb for that. <laughs> damn,
5: <right? laughs> What's wrong
4: with you?
5: It's, they keep things segregated over there. The Logic's black. No, he's not. He's half, yes, he he's is. Half he's, and black. Half. He's, he's black. He's half and halved.
4: Anyways, yeah, that man
5: is full biracial speaking identity.
4: of a Logic, he is now the first rapper with the New York Times number one best-selling novel. Okay, nice. I have that book right here, Supermarket. He put that book out alongside a soundtrack album of the same name. So the soundtrack wasn't as, you know, didn't do as great, but the book is a number one best-selling novel. So congratulations to Logic. All right, now, also, congratulations to T.I. He's going to be starring in a new movie. It's called Caller 100. And it's uh, directed by Maddie Rich. She's the same person who did the Straight Out of Brooklyn movie back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, this has to do with radio. It's going to focus on a popular radio personality and his chance encounter with a female listener. So if you saw the pictures of T.I., you can't even tell that's him at all.
5: He's he's pretending to be a radio personality?
4: I'm not sure which one of them is the radio personality. I just know he's in the movie.
5: I love radio movies. Mm
4: -hmm. One of my favorite movies
5: of all time is uh, Talk to Me, starring Don Cheadle. It's the Petey Green story. So I'm all here for uh, radio. I like radio movies and radio TV shows.
4: All right, and Beyonce has done a deal with Adidas. Yes, congratulations to both of them.
5: How does Kanye feel about this?
4: I'm not sure. (laughs) But she is going to launch her signature sneakers and apparel with them. And she's also going to serve as a creative partner. And don't forget, she also had Ivy Park. She did that collaboration with Top Shop. So she's going to relaunch Ivy Park with Adidas now. So I'm not mad at that. A lot of people wear Ivy Park. I have a lot of Ivy Park clothing, too.
5: So Beyonce at Adidas. hove at Puma. Is it a house divided?
4: <laughs> huh? How's a house getting money? Now, Beyonce <laughs> hey, said, this is the partnership of a lifetime for me. Adidas has had tremendous success in pushing creative boundaries. We share a philosophy that puts creativity, growth, and social responsibility at the forefront of business.
5: Oh, nope. Kim Kardashian shall not be upstaged. She will come with a deal with Ciccone very soon. He's stupid. He's a and New Balance. I see it coming.
4: All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report.
3: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now we You're got- welcome, fam. You got some Coca-Cola stuff? No, to- that's oh, it. All right. Yeesh.
4: <laughs> you look so scared. I never know with Why you. Why did you look so scared? We got
3: front page news next. What are we talking about? Oh,
4: yes, we are going to be talking about Amazon stock. Find out who is going to be getting, oh, about mm, $35 billion worth of Amazon.
3: My goodness. All right, we'll talk about that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club.
0: Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
3: If you could have any superpower, what would it be? On April 5th, just say the word Shazam, and you'll find out. Shazam is the ultimate wish fulfillment movie about a kid named Billy Batson who transforms into a superhero with just one word Shazam. In theaters, April 5th. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee?
4: Well, let's first talk about Mackenzie Bezos. That's Jeff Bezos' soon-to-be ex-wife. They've agreed to their divorce terms, and she's going to still get a 25% of their Amazon stock that's valued at about $35 billion. So
5: she got it. Did we figure out where she's at in richest people in America? Number three. She's number Uh, three Number three women Women, yeah, number three women Drop on a Clues mom for her What's her name? She's a Clues Moms Mackenzie Bezos Bezos. Mackenzie, Mackenzie you look so beautiful today I don't know what you're doing nowadays With your hair You're married And your skin You're married Me and my wife gonna slide in her DMs She got Instagram Now she also
4: gave him all of her interest In the Washington Post 75% of their Amazon stock And she surrendered her interest In Blue Origin Which is the aerospace company That he started back in 2000 So He paid her for that though
5: Good morning, beautiful Mm-mm-mm. You look so good today.
4: Oh, my god. You're a bird, bro. Listen, that's amazing that she came off like that. That's why she's happy. And she's like, look, you well, know, the marriage is over, but I still respect him. And I'm, he can have his voting shares and everything else he needs.
5: Just give me this bread.
4: All right. Now, there's a pilot program in Indiana with five Indiana schools and a local nonprofit. What they want to do is provide go-to-go meals for students that are in need, and they're going to actually use excess cafeteria food in order to do that. So they pick up that excess food, items that have been prepared but not served, and then these kids get to-go meals. So that's
5: dope. I got got a homeboy named Manny. Uh, Manny lives in New Jersey. Manny usually does that. He's done that around the holidays. I don't know if he still does it, but he'll go to, like, restaurants who have, like, all this excess food, and he'll collect and just give it out to the, the less fortunate. Which makes a lot of sense because I mean, all these people do yeah, is throw the food, the food away anyway. Mm-hmm.
4: Up. All right, now, Timothy Pitson. We told you the story about the six-year-old child who went missing back in 2011. And allegedly, just a couple of days ago, they are saying that he was found in Ohio. He said he escaped his captors and he called 911 and said he escaped his two kidnappers. Turns out the whole thing was a hope. That's crazy. Yes, the person who claimed to be Timothy Pittson was really a 23-year-old man named Brian Michael Rennie. Now Timothy would have been 14 years old, so 14 years old, and clearly that's not him. And when you see the picture of Brian, you'll see that's. He looks like a grown-ass man. What's
5: wrong with y'all in San Antonio, man? Salute to everybody that listens to us on 98.5 to Beat in San Antonio. All of y'all need to be ashamed of yourself. I'm not even upset. I mean, I'm upset at this dude for pretending to be this little boy, but there's no way in hell you look at this old-ass man and say this guy is 14.
4: Well, why do you keep saying in San Antonio? It's not in San Antonio? No. Where is it? This is in Ohio. Oh. Yes, they
5: can. Well, <laughs> you just mad at us meeting that soldier in San Antonio, huh? Oh, because you were talking about the mayor of um. I was like, why do you keep talking about San Antonio? <laughs> yeah, you weird, do they do
4: bro. <laughs>
5: it's Friday, it's been a rough week. Okay, <laughs> Ohio, what the hell is wrong with y'all? You know what I'm saying? Y'all didn't know that this little, this 23-year-old grown man, how can you pretend to be 14? Like he don't look like a kid right at goodness. all.
4: All right. He looks like an older
5: pedophile, to be honest with you. Listen, like he, got a white he had band. actually
4: just gotten out of jail last year, so...
5: I don't know why he would do that. He, I don't
4: know what he thought was going to happen. Like, how do you not think that, because you knew they were going to do a DNA test. You did all of those he things. He let, let them do the, d- the DNA yeah. test. That's just
5: weird, man. So how
4: do you not think that you're going to get caught? I'm just confused. Made you of a fake story. You it's understand crazy. that
5: people want attention so bad. People want, like, clout so Maybe bad. Maybe he thought
4: they were going to take him in and, like, raise him or something. Yeah, he just want to be loved, <laughs> At
5: 23? No, no. It's just a clout chase. Is uh the
3: Chicago... Police suing Jesse Smollett? Did I read that or hear that right?
4: Well, they're planning to. They want to actually sue him because he's... They wanted him to pay $130,000 for the cost of investigating the case. And it cost $130,000 to
3: invest that ca- investigate that
4: case? So, well, yeah, a lot of people were involved, police department, all the overtime work that people had to do. be honest with
5: was, Jesse's stupid for not paying that money.
4: Now they, they had to wait seven days before filing a civil lawsuit against him. Well, that's passed, and they said they are going to go forward with that lawsuit.
5: You know why he's stupid for not paying that money? It's because if the Chicago police already have it out for you and they've leaked so much information to mm-hmm. the media, you already got your charges dismissed, right? Mm-hmm. But Chicago police are saying they got a bunch of evidence against you, but the stuff is sealed. Watch some of that sealed stuff start to leak. In the civil case. You know what I'm saying? Get Watch it. some of that sealed stuff start start to leak now because you don't want to pay this $130,000. And the 000.
4: other thing with this lawsuit is now if they sue him, they can ask for three times the actual cost of the investigation, which would be $390,000. now
5: they're about to hit your pockets and they're going to leak some of this Deesh. other stuff that probably really shows how guilty you are in this situation. You know? think they're going to
4: harass him in Chicago now, like randomly pull him over. Yes. I don't know. Do things. I
5: think so. Pay the money, Justin. Yeah, just pay the money. Don't, don't be stupid.
4: All right. Well what if he did he's saying he, he's innocent?
5: Okay, sure.
4: <laughs> he <wouldn't have> <laughs> if he the pays the money, does innocent. that mean that he's guilty?
5: You wouldn't have took the deal if he was innocent. Yeah, he wouldn't have
3: let us ten thousand go and did all the community exactly. service.
4: That is your front page news.
3: All right. Now, when we come back, 2020 presidential candidate Julian Castro will be joining and
5: us. And former secretary of HUD. And I'm very interested in talking to uh, somebody who used to work for HUD because there's questions that I have about HUD that I don't understand, especially when it comes to homeless people and our and our veterans that are homeless. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So we'll talk to them next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
3: Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Julian Castro. Good hey, morning. Good, Good to be with
5: a presidential candidate with actual White
10: House experience. That's rare now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't see that much. Yeah, I served Obama as a housing secretary.
5: You was yeah, the secretary of HUD, right?
10: I was, yeah, yeah for the last two and a half years of the administration. Uh, and before that, I had been mayor of San Antonio for five years. So, What was your job then? What did you do as far as housing and urban development? At HUD? Well, I mean, the mission of HUD really is to make sure that there are more affordable housing opportunities for people across the country. HUD also deals with home ownership, making making sure that folks can afford to buy a home. Uh, so that's what I did for two and a half years. I was the, the head of HUD and I traveled to 100 different communities in 39 states figuring out how we could be stronger partners so that people could have more housing opportunity. On the urban development side of it, it was really about making sure that people could rise up. Um, no matter what neighborhood they were living in.
5: Is it true that Barack Obama called you while you was in a Panda Express? That <laughs> I had
10: just driven through the drive through at Panda Express. Yeah, it was like April 16th, 2014 And I looked at the phone and you know how sometimes on your cell phone it says uh, Unknown or block call. Yeah, it said private. So if you ever get a call that says private Answer It might be the, the phone. Everybody yeah, be yeah, uh, but was yeah, it yeah, really I had just
3: lot, was it his secretary.
10: Originally, you know, they say, hold for the president. They patch yeah. you through. Never. Yeah, yeah it's not order. him. I mean, what made you I, answer? I, thought, I said, what, what <laughs> made you order? Like,
5: I, mean, <laughs> I was hungry. I was, was, I
0: was <laughs> intrigued that
10: something said block call. You never yeah. see it. Or, or, I mean, private on there. You know, it never says private. It says unknown or block call or whatever. You think you did a good job? I do. Yeah, I feel like we accomplished a lot. You know, maybe the thing that I'm most proud of is we actually accomplished the most significant rule to try and desegregate communities Mm -hmm. ever since the 1968 Fair Housing Act. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, when the Trump administration came in a couple of years later, they put it on ice, but it was something called Affirmatively Furthering Fair Housing. And the idea was to communities receiving federal taxpayer dollar through HUD, you had to get more serious about how you're going to create equal housing opportunity in your jurisdiction. Is it
4: disheartening to see some of the policies you guys put into place getting dismantled?
10: For sure. Because, and not only that, I believe that Um, This administration takes this attitude that if you're poor, there's something wrong with you. Mm. I don't believe that just because you're poor that there's something wrong with you. Mm. Um, In fact, I remember that uh, of the households that HUD helped, 43% of those households that had somebody that was working age, somebody was working. So there are a lot of people that are out there that are working that are smeared as somehow lazy or they don't want to work or that something's wrong with them. And I just completely disagree with that. Why doesn't HUD provide free housing for veterans? I always wondered that. Well, no, I mean one of the big things that we did actually was that uh, Obama had this goal of ending veteran homelessness, mm-hmm. and so um, between 2010 and 2016, veteran homelessness went down by 47 percent. And actually, that's a, it's it's an interesting story. This was one example of where Washington actually worked the way that you would hope it should work. Right, Congress appropriated the money for vouchers for people to get housing. The president, the rest of us in the administration worked with mayors and governors to actually implement this program, housing authorities across the country. And over those six years, I mean, we almost uh, reduced veteran homelessness by half. Unfortunately, these last couple of years, it's gone back up.
5: I don't understand that, man. Like, one of my biggest pet peeves is watching how America treats its veterans. Like, I feel like veterans should be tax exempt. I feel like they should get free room and board and, like, a stipend every month
10: just to be able to eat and pay their bills. Yeah, no, I mean, we definitely owe them a a debt of gratitude. You know, recently, uh, just yesterday, I put out a a bold immigration proposal. And one of the things that I addressed in that immigration proposal, for instance, is that there are a whole bunch of folks who have served our country, and they were undocumented, and then they got deported. Mm -hmm. There are so many folks who are living in Mexico right now who are veterans, who have gotten deported, who served honorably, who should be allowed to come into this country because they served it in the military.
5: You got, you, got a, you got a plan to decriminalize illegal entry into the country, right?
10: I
4: do. Um, I agree with that 100% too. Uh, because a lot of times people look at it, uh, they don't realize a lot of people are coming here because they're trying to flee from a situation. There's women, there's kids, and they shouldn't be criminals because they try to get into the United States. And a lot of times people come here and they want to be able to come here legally, but you have to get here first to seek asylum. So it's not like you're breaking the law necessarily. Well, what's
10: the plan? Yeah, so my plan is basically uh, not to treat these folks like criminals. It used to be basically that before 2004, uh, we treated this as a civil penalty, civil violation, not criminal. And I want us to go back to handling it that way. Uh, I also, you know, I don't buy the BS of this administration that a whole bunch of women and children, families, that are fleeing dangerous situations in Honduras, El Salvador, Guatemala, present a danger to this country. They don't. Um, This president told us about a year ago that if we could just be cruel enough to take away little children from their mothers, that that would stop, that would deter more families from coming. And instead, today, more families are coming than before. So cruelty has failed. Mm -hmm. I want us to choose compassion.
4: Kids are dying. I was just reading about another kid that that had the flu that ended up dying in detention Mm -hmm. center. It's awful.
10: Uh, There's a a Jacqueline, I think, gal, seven years old, uh, she died in CBP custody uh, with her father, and they did an autopsy, and they determined that the reason that she died was because of an infection. Uh, the president a few days ago suggested that her father had taken the blame because she was dehydrated, which was a complete lie. Yeah. And another the instance— president lies? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but, but, I mean, th- think about that. Just, I would ask folks for a second. What kind of person are you when you're willing to lie about the death of a 7-year-old girl and her grieving father? That's how far low this man has sunk.
5: Let me I gotta be honest with you right now. Hold on a
4: second. What is he doing? It
5: is, it is
10: that ash on your little
5: hand is, like, killing me, right? You got a little... <laughs>
4: that was too much lotion you just gave him. That's I right in the corner. Yeah,
5: right oh, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, it's distracting <laughs> me. That ash has been distracting me since the <laughs> interview started. The uh, what has been distracting you? It, it's because I'm it, getting old,
10: man. <laughs> yeah, I'm 44 I mean, I, already. I'm much, yeah. I keep moist.
5: I like to be moist. <laughs> there you go. Rub it in. There you go, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cafe. You
10: gave me too much. You want to help him, me some back. There you go. There you go. Yeah, you there
5: go. There you go. Jesus. Now, how serious is the crisis at the border?
10: Well, look, we had 100,000 people that came last last month. And so from my mind, what we need to do is make sure that uh, we treat people like human beings, we treat them with compassion, and also that we have a way to process their claims of asylum. Uh, Some people have asked uh, when I proposed this immigration plan yesterday, well, Mm -hmm. is this open borders? And I said, no, that's a Republican talking point. Of course, deportation is still an option. But I believe that people should be treated as human beings.
5: Is it true that, because uh, they always, one of the talking points from the conservatives
10: that Obama administration deported more illegal immigrants than any sitting president. In, in the first few years of the Obama administration, the number of deportations was higher than it had been in the Bush administration and the Clinton administration. You know, I think the Obama administration got better about the issue of immigration mm-hmm. as the years went by. Um, in 2012, the executive order DACA that all of us know that addressed dreamers, was instituted and then in 2014 in November of 2014 DAPA which got blocked up in the courts but yeah I mean I think it's true that the administration over time it got better at one time the number of deportations was I think you know two or three million
5: so why do people get mad at Trump if President Obama was doing the same thing
10: well I wouldn't say that Obama was doing uh, the same thing because Trump has a level of cruelty Mm. toward these families also this President began his campaign by suggesting that Mexico was sending rapists and drug runners. Mm -hmm. So there's a clear animus that this president has demonstrated toward Mexicans, Latin Americans, people coming across the border that Barack Obama never engaged in that kind of talk and, in fact, spoke on many instances about the value of immigrants in in a very humane way but it was night and day in mm-hmm. terms of how President Obama looked at immigrants and how Donald Trump does.
3: All right, we have more with 2020 presidential candidate Julian Castro. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ N V Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still talking to 2020 presidential candidate Julian Castro. Charlamagne, what, what laws would you put back in play if you become president that I'm sure Trump has taken out that Barack Obama put into play when he was in office?
10: Well, I mean, I would, the first executive order that I would sign if I'm president on the afternoon of January 20th would be to recommit the United States to the Paris Climate Accord so that we lead again on climate change. I believe that we need to go to a a system where everybody gets Medicare. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, However, at the same time, the first order of business is repairing the damage that this president has done to to the Affordable Care Act uh, because more than a million people have already lost coverage because they're trying to sabotage our healthcare system.
5: I loved when you was on uh, Jake Tapper, and he asked you about Bernie Sanders' stance on reparations, and you said, why wouldn't you compensate people who are actual property?
10: Why why wouldn't they? Well, I believe that we should, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, People ask me about reparations, and I said, you know, that under our Constitution that we compensate somebody if we take their property, so why wouldn't you compensate somebody if they actually were property and mm-hmm. as sanctioned mm-hmm. by the state. That's a bar. And then some folks say, oh well, you know, nobody that's alive today was was enslaved. And I said, you know, well, you know, let me address that just for a second as a legal matter. If you had a piece of property and the government took it away from you today and then you passed away tomorrow, your estate would still be able to pursue a claim Absolutely. against the government mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for taking that property. So, why shouldn't the descendants of slaves still have a claim with regard to the federal government against the government for the grave injustice, the original sin of slavery in this nation? What I've also said is that I support Sheila Jackson Lee's legislation to do a study and appoint a point of commission on reparations mm-hmm. to assemble a group of people who understand this issue, who have the respect of communities around the nation. And then to make a recommendation to the president and to the Congress on how we can best address reparations. And I think we need to do it that way because part of the process is in healing. Absolutely. You know, I think that it's a healing process for everybody in this country. Some people say, well, aren't you just stuck in the past? And I say, it is about the past, but it's really about the future.
5: Yeah, because, because a lot of those socioeconomic gaps were created because of slavery.
10: Like they're still affecting us to this day. And I'm not convinced that we're ever going to fully come together as one nation, Mm -hmm. like heal, Mm -hmm. uh, until we address that original sin of slavery.
3: Now, what about marijuana? We talked a lot about it, and so many of us have been locked up, and our family members have been locked up for marijuana. What do do you think about a marijuana bill and legalizing
10: marijuana? I support it. Um, I think that we have good examples in places like Colorado of how you can do that. Obviously, it's going to be regulated, Mm -hmm. right? And it... The regulation of it needs to be thoughtful.
3: It has to be that you know that our own community can actually
10: invest and own some of these dispensaries and some of these places. Yeah, no, I you know I hope that uh, that that's one of the outcomes: small business opportunities, mm-hmm. um, folks from neighborhoods across urban communities in the country that are able to benefit because of it. Yeah, you know, I also think that we need to look at people who have been incarcerated. Uh, Because Mm -hmm. of marijuana possession and I'm a fan of some of these jurisdictions that have gone backward Mm -hmm. um, To try and expunge records Mm -hmm. because there have been so many people especially Communities of color that have ended up incarcerated Mm -hmm. and serving time in jail for relatively minor offenses We need to do that we need to build on that first step act that was just passed uh, So we continue to reform our justice system I think we need to do things like invest more in our public defender system we need to continue the work of the task force that President Obama set up on policing in the 21st century. A couple of weeks ago, I was in Charleston, South Carolina. and it's I my was my birthplace. Oh, is that right? Yes, it's sir. a great town, man. Yes, sir. Um, I was two blocks away from the Mother Emanuel AME mm-hmm. Church. And, uh, of course, in 2015, Dylan Roof went into the church and he murdered nine people. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, if Dylan Roof can do that and then a few hours later be apprehended without incident, as he should be, and given burger um, king yeah well, then what about eric garner and yeah. what about stefan clark mm-hmm. and what about walter scott and what about uh, michael brown and what about sandra bland yeah we need to make sure that police departments across this country treat everybody the same no matter the color of your skin or what neighborhood yeah. you live in i think that there are some police departments out there that have been uh willing to make reforms mm-hmm. and if I'm president I'm gonna push so that we can do that
4: what does well, that reform look like like what are some things that you can say this has been positive I've seen this work
10: uh, well I mean I think body cams is a very you know straightforward example that people mm-hmm. can understand it's increased accountability and also from the perspective of but somebody officers still get
5: off though and we gotta be yeah, able even to do well yeah, and, yeah, and that's we why it's footage too it
10: is important right that you do see more officers being held accountable mm-hmm. right we need to make sure that the the jury system is fair to everybody there. What about for our HBCUs I
3: know a lot of programs they were saying it was taking not giving the money to the HBCUs and you know
10: our community absolutely positively still needs the HBCUs absolutely and um you know when you think about it you know today we have this 21st century global economy that requires more knowledge and more skill than ever before and the communities that have gotten left out especially the black community now is the time when we need to be investing in their ability to thrive. Because, I mean, you look at what's happening in countries like China or India, where they're producing tons and tons of young people that are well-educated and intelligent and hungry and ambitious and creative. Like in that world, we don't have anybody to waste. And so I've supported, I support, and when I was mayor, you know, helped raise money for efforts to make sure that young African-Americans and Latinos have more higher education opportunity.
5: Now, before you leave, you said Trump's policy is gonna have America begging
10: for immigrants in the future. What, what does that mean? The fact is that we need a lot of these immigrants. Absolutely. Whether it's agriculture, whether it's the hospitality industry, a number of other industries, um, our unemployment rate is at 3.8%, 3.9%. We need their talent. And our birth rate is declining. Baby boomers in record numbers are drawing down from Social Security. We see countries around the world that have an aging population. We're going to have an aging population. So I said, if we're not careful, in 20... To 30 years, if we don't get this right, we're going to be begging for immigrants. America was built by immigrants. It was. Would America be here without immigrants? Of course not. What have white people built? Well, I mean, you know, uh, they've been a part of building up this country, you know. They've been an important, you know, I mean, people from Europe have been an important part of building up this country, but people from all over the world have been an important part of building up this country. We built this country. You know, well,
4: they built you. on the back of the slaves. They're trying to build a wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I agree with you there. I mean, it,
10: this a lot of this country was built uh, on the back of slave labor. And as we were talking about earlier, we have never fully accounted for that. Absolutely. All right. My man. Well, thank, thank you for you. joining us. Oh, okay. Give, okay. Me your, give me your oh, email because oh, okay. we'll you I, I heard yeah. you having
5: problems with the donations. Oh, ah,
10: yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> I, uh, I haven't hit that 65000 donation or contribution threshold um, that you have to to guarantee that you're going to be in one of these democratic debates, and so my website is julianforthefuture.com, and I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, Facebook. So find us, and uh, hopefully folks can make a contribution. So 65 grand? 65, no, 65,000 unique contributions. So, God, so different yeah, people. No, I definitely am like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, like, yeah, yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. No, I raised that. more than that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I, um, you know, I, I've said I wasn't born a front runner. I didn't grow up a front-runner on the west side of San Antonio. A lot of people out there don't feel like they're front-runners, but I'm going to do what what we do, what our families do. I'm going to go work hard, and I believe that by the time the Iowa caucus comes around in February of 2020, that I can be a front-runner. Okay. Well,
3: Julian Castro, I appreciate you for joining us. Thanks a lot. Thanks Uh, for having me. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right, morning everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Good
5: morning. I just want the record to show that uh, Envy, Mm -hmm. I I told Envy I liked his jacket, right? Mm -hmm. The the My God versus My Enemies joint, the whole uh, Covered by God joint. I said, I liked his jacket this morning, and an hour later, Somebody delivered Dropped me. Dropped it off. Drop one of Clues Bombs for black men loving each other. You said you love me. See what I'm saying? See what happens when you hug your fellow brother you and tell him you, him you love, love him?
4: Me. Man, I wish I could get my stuff I had delivered to your house, Envy. You ain't love me. That I paid for. Sorry, <laughs> you. don't love me. Sorry. Black I'm men. I'm not a black man.
5: Black men, we're gonna start treating each other better than our <laughs> women treat us. <laughs> All right? We're gonna start oh loving gosh. each other in a whole different way. Okay? Thank I'm you, I'm sorry. You're I welcome. I appreciate brother. you. I love you. I, I love you too. Yeah, he loves me too. I love you. I love you, I love you more. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> love him more? Yeah, I just want you to know how long ago did you order your audio package?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Three months.
5: Three months. How long <laughs> Three did months. have it been sitting at Envy House?
4: Three months. Wow.
5: She don't love me. Wow. Two Chill months up. and three wow. weeks. Just know, I just want you to know, I got mine in an hour. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> Black man love, baby. I don't know it's what kind of special
4: thing. thing you put on him, but okay, he, see, somehow. You know
3: see, see, go too far. Right, see.
4: What I'm just
3: talking about what kind of spell. Now, shout out to um, MSNBC. We're going to be on there today, right? Shout
4: out to my girl, Morgan Radford. Morgan Make sure Radford. you follow her. Morgan Radford. We're going to be on with her. to so yes.
5: Morgan, I, it's MSNBC is the Today Show as well, right?
4: But Today starts at, on MSNBC.
5: Oh, okay, okay. So, what's mm-hmm. on this morning?
4: MSNBC. MSNBC.
3: MSNBC. All yep. right. Okay. All right. Salute to MSNBC. And we got rumors on the way, Yee. What are we talking about?
4: Yes, let's talk about Tiffany Haddish. She gets very honest about an incident she had in an Uber. Glad I didn't get in that Uber right after.
3: All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Tiffany Haddish. It's time,
0: time. Spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
4: Well, Tiffany Haddish was on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and she was talking about a lot of different things, including what happened New Year's Eve. Remember, she had a show on New Year's Eve that did not go as planned, and people were upset about her just not being as funny as they anticipated.
11: New Year's Eve, it was just one of those, it was just a bad day at work. See, what happened was, um I get off set and I fly directly to Miami, like the night before. And a lot of my friends were in town. And they're like, Tiffany, come on, we got to go out. Come on, let's go out, let's celebrate. And I was like, ah, oh, no, I'd rather go to sleep. I got a big show tomorrow. They're like, no, come on, you got to celebrate. And I danced all night. I drank more than I've ever drank in my entire life.
5: Been there, well, done that.
4: That's what happens when you, yeah, party before work sometimes. Uh, mm-hmm.
5: we, we used to, that was, our, that was us yeah. in the early days of the breakfast MO. club. At least she yeah, made sure it to was. work. That was our M.O.
4: <laughs> now we okay. always made it to work. No, I'm talking about at least she made it oh, oh. to work. We made it to work barely. That. And there's definitely mm-hmm. been times when we didn't get to work on time. We'd or maybe had doing to leave the same
5: exact thing. Being in the clubs all night, drunk as hell, mm-hmm. high as hell, and coming here and do a half-ass show. Yep. And wonder why our ratings was sucking the first year. Yep.
4: Okay. Well, anyway, she also talks about an incident in her Uber, and let me tell you something. I'm so glad I did not get in that Uber because I told you before I got in an Uber once, and Paris ended up sitting in some urine that someone left in there. Uh, hot. Yeah, it was wet. The seat was wet, and it was no, disgusting. I meant, like, hot. You like it?
5: Depending on if you, you know, if you're kinky or not.
4: Anyway, here's this what guy. happened with Tiffany Haddish.
11: I'm pretty sure my Uber rating dropped a little low because oh, I pooped no. on myself a little bit. In <laughs> That's Uber. The it, was, it was bad. It was you, like, <laughs> oh, when it was I woke bad. up, um, I, I thought I was dead. Uh-huh. Um, um, I definitely woke up dead. I was hurting really bad. And they were like, come on, Tiff, you got to make a video to let everybody know where you're going to be. And if you saw this video on my Instagram page, you know that that was not going to be a good show. If you had any common sense, you know, uh, she not ready.
4: All right, well, then she goes on to talk about how she's going to make it up to the people who did come to the show. Will you go back to Miami yes, ever again? Yes,
11: actually, actually, I'm going back this summer, and uh, I'm going to be doing a big show, and anyone who has a ticket from New Year's Eve from that night, they can get in for free if they present the ticket, and if they don't have the ticket, they can pay, it's going to be like $20, uh-huh. and then all the money that um, we do get from that show, I'm going to uh, donate to uh, Department of Children's Services.
5: Dope. That's Ooh, nice. I going to close bonds with Tiffany Haddish. What does the what's your Uber rating? If you do, if you shart in the Uber. I don't know. Like, if you poop in a man's Uber, me. what do you think the they, driver will give you? They got to shoot down.
3: At least he, he going to give you a two rating. What if you I try feel
4: to... like I call Ubers for people sometimes, and they make my rating go down. Like, if you call an Uber for someone, yeah. and they act up in that Uber, mm-hmm. I definitely feel like I've had situations where some of my friends are a little wild, mm-hmm. and they've done things in the Uber that I call for them, and it caused my rating to...
5: Damn what, it, man. what if you try to clean up your own poop, though? <laughs> well, you think that'll make your rating go up? No. Let me check my Uber rating. What do I go to check my Uber rating?
4: On Uber. All right, now let's talk about (laughs) Wendy Williams. Here's a photo of her that has fans concerned. Uh, Apparently, she was riding around Walmart. I don't know. Did you see this picture? I did. Uh, Yeah, so she's in a mobile Walmart cart, and she looked very disheveled. And they said looks like she needs to start accepting hugs. She's clearly going through a hard time on prayers for her. And they said, uh, one person said, that's why it ain't good to talk about folks' tables turn on you at any moment. She
5: was driving a shopper cart thing? Yeah, one of those mobile Walmart carts. Wow, yeah, I have a 4.6 Uber rating. Just want y'all to know. What Walmart good? was that? Yeah, 4.6 is not bad. 4.6 is good, right? Yeah. What was she doing at Target?
4: Who took that picture?
5: What was she doing at Target? I don't
4: it's know. Walmart.
5: Well, wow. where, where does Kelvin shop at? I'm tired of seeing Kelvin out here dressed like he a undercover cop at Coachella, though. He dressed like the old man that's trying to look young, trying to blend in with the kids, but he really busted them for weed.
4: But who took that picture of Wendy in the cart and posted it? How did that even get out like that? I have no idea.
3: She had, they said she had jeans in the, in the little cart, in the Walmart cart. So she was purchasing some jeans.
4: She just needed some new clothes. Her purse is get in there. Get a new jacket. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right She's now. She's on maternity
5: leave She's probably buying Maternity clothes For the Stop new baby it. man. Yeah congratulations you <laughs> are so
4: intrusive On people's lives To Cardi lives. B <laughs> She got 21 nominations For the 2019 Billboard Music Awards Nice
3: congrats To Cardi B Dropping a cruise bar for body.
4: She got more nominations than any other artist this year, and she's nominated in 18 different categories. That's amazing. 21 nominations? That's dope. I didn't even know there was 21 categories.
3: Well deserved. She be busting her ass out there. She's in like every
4: category, damn it. All right, so congratulations to Cardi. Another person who was congratulating her was her husband, Offset. He posted, all you hoes rap because of my wife. Gave your hoes hope to not suck D the rest of your life and catch money.
0: (laughs) Where's the lie? What lie
4: was
3: told? Yeah, he's supporting his wife. Why y'all mad
4: about that? Uh, Then he said, tie the hoes hating on the goat, Cardi. Bow down, it's her time.
5: She is the (laughs) goat. Drop on the clues bars for the goat. He said,
4: 21 nominations. There
5: you go. What is it? Is it the the use? To the word "hole," that probably got people upset. I
4: don't know. <laughs> who knows? I, don't know. I think, I think people were upset because they were like, other people were female rappers were existed before him. Yeah,
5: but Nikki paved but- Nikki paved the way and made. Well, okay, no, you got I mean, you got to go way back, right? So you got the little Kims who paved the way for Nikki, and then Nikki made way. Yeah, but I'm talking about more recent times. Nicki made the way for the Cardis of the world, and now Cardi's making the way for a whole new generation. But I, I think he meant more of the, the
3: the women who never rapped before. You mean like the strippers? The, the bartenders? The yeah, The I was Yeah, yeah. yeah you,
5: you can't the call The dancers. It. Yeah, you shouldn't call them hoes. I can understand that. You know right. what I mean? Because then you got to start spelling goat different, because it'd be like G-H-O-A-T. Stop it. Greatest ho of all time! Oh the Goat! Goat! Goat. Anyway,
4: I I'm Angela Yee, an and that, that is got. your rumor report. Thank you, No problem, fam.
3: The goat. Now, Charlemagne, donkey, who you giving your donkey to?
5: Wouldn't you like to know? Nope. It's fine Friday morning.
4: He just asked you.
5: Oh, I'm about to tell him. Uh-oh. <clears throat> uh It's going to uh, Chris Dard. He needs to come to the front of the congregation. Uh, We'd like to have a word good. with him.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll find out who that is. If you don't know, when we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The
0: Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
4: Celebrate 25 years of moving the culture forward at the 2019 Essence Festival presented by Coca-Cola, July 4th through the 7th in New Orleans. Featuring performances by Missy Elliott, Mary J. Blige, Nas, her, among 50 more. Register for free events and buy tickets at essencefestival.com.
0: Charlemagne, say the
11: gang, donkey Charlemagne. You
5: are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for donkey of the day donkey of the day does not discriminate. I
8: might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day.
0: So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, hit me
8: with the Uh, ego. (laughs) It's a breakfast club, bitch. Who's donkey of the day today?
5: Ginger got my nose running. Jesus Christ. Uh, Donkey of the day for Friday, April 5th, goes to attorney Christopher Darden. Do you remember that name? He was a prosecutor in the O.J. Simpson murder case back in the day. Uh, Now he is representing Eric Holder, Jr. Eric Holder, Jr. is the Sucker who executed the late great Nipsey Hussle uh, allegedly this, this past Sunday. I, is it
4: alleged? I guess you gotta it. say allegedly. He's, He's accused. Guilty. He hasn't all been right. found guilty. He's he want to be guilty. sued. We saw
5: the surveillance video, mm-hmm. but allegedly. Now, one of my favorite movies of all time is The Devil's Advocate, starring Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves. This movie was about how Keanu's character Kevin Lorax was a lawyer defending a child molester. Anybody in here saw that movie? Great film, right? Mm-hmm. Great Ooh, film. What was that? Whiteness. That's what that was. Uh, But Kevin Lorax was a lawyer defending a child molester and halfway through the trial, he realizes his client is guilty. But through cross-examination, Kevin destroys the victim's credibility, right? Securing a not guilty verdict. You should really watch that movie this weekend. It's a great movie. But long story short, uh, because all of you can watch the movie on your own, if it comes a point It comes a point where Kevin realizes he's doing the devil's work because he is choosing everything that comes with being a successful attorney over morals and doing what's right. I'm doing a terrible job of telling you what this movie is about because it's a lot, but the moral of the story, the gist of it, is doing what's right no matter what. Okay, I often wonder about that when it comes to attorneys because I feel like... All money is not good money, but attorneys don't act like that. You know how can you represent someone when you know they are guilty mm-hmm. of what they are being accused of? Okay, Eric Holder Jr. and his attorney Christopher Darden were in court yesterday. Let's go to Kcal 9, CBS LA, for the report, please. At
11: this time, Mr. Darden, on behalf of your client, you a formal reading of this complaint statement of rights? Yes. Enter not guilty plea on his behalf? Yes.
5: And not- Eric Holder was formally charged today with the murder of Nipsey Hussle, two counts of attempted murder the two men that were standing next to him, and account of being a felon with a firearm. And he also has a very famous attorney, Christopher Darden, who was the prosecutor in the O.J. Simpson case 24 years ago. Holder's bail was set at $5 million, and he will be back in court on May 10th. Outside of court, Darden did not answer any questions. When I asked if Holder's people reached out to him, he said, I have to catch a plane, and then he hustled down the staircase. Now, Christopher Darden has been vilified before. Uh, During the O.J. Simpson trial, some black people labeled him a race traitor. Uh, Other people blamed his courtroom strategy for Simpson's ultimate acquittal because he's the one who made O.J. try on the gloves. And that's what ultimately got O.J. acquitted. But Darden doesn't give a damn. Uh, He said that negative public opinion has rarely kept him from doing what he believes is right. Why would he think this is right? Uh, In fact, he said in his book, In Contempt, I understand that some black prosecutors have a name for the pressure they feel from those in the community who Criticize them for standing up and convicting black criminals. Here's the thing. I have zero problem with a black person being convicted of a crime, okay, if indeed that black person did commit that crime. Now, a lot of times we don't know for sure if the person committed the crime they're being accused of, but other times we have all the evidence we need. Mm-hmm. In the case of Nipsey Hussle, you have eyewitnesses. And you have surveillance video. This situation happened in broad daylight on a beautiful Sunday in Los Angeles. If you weren't from L.A., you knew by that night, early the next morning, who had killed Nipsey Hussle. Okay, the problem I have, and I know all attorneys have a job to do, and everyone is entitled to their right to have an attorney, but you got to have a moral compass, don't you think? Yeah. How can you stand in the courtroom with this man and let him enter a not guilty plea? You are really going to attempt to convince us and convince the jury and convince the judge that this man did not... Kill Nipsey Hussle when the whole internet saw him kill Nipsey Hussle, unfortunately. All right, and I mean, unfortunately, because I don't know why we shared the trauma of you know that video of him being shot. But I need an attorney to explain this to me. When you know someone is guilty, and you know someone was loved, and you know people want to see justice served, how can you go in a courtroom and represent them and try to get them freedom? I've never understood that logic. Now, Christopher tried to keep cameras out of the courtroom. Uh, he argued unsuccessfully to keep media cameras from filming his, cli- his client during the arraignment hearing, saying he believed there was an issue. Of identity. But Deputy District Attorney John McKinney countered that. And he said that Eric Holder's image had already been widely spread in the media. Drop one of Clues Bomb for John McKinney for having some damn sense. But this is my whole point, Chris Darden. Everybody in the world knows what happened in this case. We may not know all the details. We may not know why it was done. Was it jealousy? Was it a hit from another enemy or NIP? We don't know that. But what the fact of the matter is, according, according to the surveillance video, is Eric Holder Jr killed Nipsey Hussle. I don't understand why some lawyers choose money over morals because I'm a stern believer that if you don't have integrity, you have nothing. You can't buy it, you can have all the money in the world, but if you are not a moral and ethical person, you really have nothing. Please let Remy Ma give Christopher Darden the biggest hee-haw.
6: Hee-haw,
5: hee-haw. You stupid mother you dumb. And I just want to be clear, there right. is a surveillance video.
4: Right.
5: So mean, that there's a video, Right. how could you What's represent the question? this man? <laughs>
4: Huh? I said, what, like, what's the question? There's yeah, video.
5: that's what I'm saying. Well, there's witnesses.
3: witnesses. It's witnesses. And it's surveillance witnesses. The video you can say is, is you can't really tell, but there's witnesses there, and there's a bunch of witnesses out there. Not only Nipsey's friends. There's from the video you can see there's people running, people all over the place. Yeah. So obviously they can definitely see.
5: And you. I feel that way with any with any crime because you know we live in this social media era where you see all of these crimes caught on camera. I feel that way with. Any crime, mm. like why? How could you, as an attorney, represent somebody when you know for a fact you see they're guilty? Okay, it's weird to me.
3: All right, well, thank you for that uh, donkey of the day, sir.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, when we come back, we were talking about Uber. Now, Uber rating—where did that come from? Well, that came from Tiffany Haddish, right?
4: Yeah, she talked about how she pooped on herself a little in the Uber. Who hasn't sharted on themselves in a car? I haven't.
3: I haven't in an Uber. But
4: in the car, you
3: have? I, I haven't done it in the car either. I've done it up here, but not in the car. Oh, I definitely shot it in the car. <laughs> no, nah, not in the car. But let's open up the phone I didn't know lines. I that
4: was so common.
3: 800 585 1051. What's the oh, craziest thing haven't. you've done in an Uber or in a Lyft? That's the question.
5: 800. Where is Wax? 585 1051. The craziest thing. Wax is banned from Uber. Yeah. He's banned? Is he Yes, he is. Why? He is banned from Uber? Wax is banned from Uber. How did he get and banned? And I think if I'm not mistaken he got Nyla banned from Uber too using her account. I'm not going to lie. If, if I pulled up to get Wax I wouldn't pick him up. It's where Wax. Wax has
3: Timberlands back. in 104 degree weather. He has gloves in his back pocket. There's no reason for me to pick him Stop up.
5: Stop stereotyping. That man is a preacher.
3: Alright, we'll talk about it when we come All back at right. The man Breakfast the Club. Call. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club.
3: Yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking the craziest thing that happened to you in the Uber. Now, this story came from Tiffany Haddish. Now, mm-hmm. she pooped in the Uber. She sharted in her Uber before.
4: Yeah, she has. Now, um, I was
5: sharting in a vehicle, by the way. Done it once in my uh, life. Nah, I've the done Jamaican it before. Just food caused it to happen. It's okay, though.
3: I haven't done it in the Uber, but I we're still asking. Still, jeans. 800-585-1051. What's the craziest thing that happened to you in an Uber? Yee, you have any crazy stories?
4: Uh, nothing too crazy. I have one time I was in an Uber and the girl with me kept throwing up outside. That's kind of crazy. having an Uber pull over so she could throw up, throw up, throw up. That wasn't very good. Um, and I've had situations where, you know, my friends go off on the Uber drivers and go crazy on them. And I'd be like, chill out, my rating.
3: I haven't had anything crazy other than, you know, if you ever go to like Miami Beach or go to any place where there's a beach... Sometimes the the seats would be wet where people just got out of the beach or just got out of the Paris pool. Paris actually oh, you sat, sat in some...
4: Water? She sat in some urine. One time yeah, And yeah. she had on leggings So it was terrible So you know it got on her legs Oh
5: that's yeah. well, sticky th- This is Charlemagne the God talking I don't have any crazy Uber stories I actually have a 4.6 uh, Uber I rating I got a 4.8 I
4: have a 4.7
5: Congratulations But uh, I have a yeah. brother Who has some terrible Uber stories In Wax. fact, He's been yeah, banned yo. from Uber twice he's well, banned. your
4: band? He's banned? banned right himself now. And
5: he banned He got Nyla banned Salute to D- DJ Nyla some more yeah. It's not my fault though why, what, Now, Why,
1: why are you not banned your fault from You Uber? got
5: banned?
1: Because these guys tried to make me get out the car
4: it's not
3: happening. Well, Wax, I was just telling you, you know, it'll be 104 degrees outside. You'll have on Timberlands Early.
1: and gloves in your back pocket. Definitely. I'm always ready. How
5: many Uber drivers <laughs> have you beaten up? Six from the last two Why years.
4: would you beat up the Uber Why'd why <laughs> you beat up the Uber driver? No, they
1: beat theirself up. <laughs> what do you mean they beat themselves up?
4: They hit themselves?
1: No, listen. When you get out the car and try to take me out the car, I'm going to beat you up.
5: <laughs> Tell them about the time the guy uh, kicked you out the car and threw your suitcase out the car. They threw your luggage yeah. down the block.
1: I don't even know. See, my my street and where I live at, it was, like, real dark. Mm-hmm. So I guess he ain't want to go up in that street with me. If Wax is six foot, <laughs> what, you six foot six? I uh, don't
3: know, I'm 5'11. So you beat him up? Wax is six foot six, <laughs> <laughs> muscular like he's from the Wakanda movie, <laughs> so he, wears Timberlands and gloves. You
1: can't, you can't do that, I'm a nice guy, though.
5: Shoot. So he asked you to get out, yeah, you got nice out, guy. and then he drove yeah. up a little bit yeah, to your suitcase. Even,
1: yeah, I didn't even close my door all the way, he drove <laughs> off. Went down the street, threw my suitcase out the car, and bounce. I call him like, yo, what the f- is this? I'm always every time you can't on curse the radio a radio Ops, I'm sorry, the good guy wax. <laughs> so, so, so you be mama, up. wax owes Listen, <laughs> some money. But every time something happened, I always think of Charlamagne playing around. Anyway, so I kind of give guys a little leeway. So
4: right. Wait, hold on. You thought the Uber driver was, was in cahoots with Charlamagne? Always. No, Anytime something happened.
1: Anytime something happen, I say, you know what? Charlamagne got something to do with this. You well, know how, how would
4: I'm you saying? know the Uber driver?
1: What, what kind of logic is That's this? That's why I don't always just punch people in the face no more. I'm like, Charlamagne put you up to this, right? And once they don't say. What you mean? What's wrong with Why me? I, how do I know these? That's Uber all drivers. you do. <laughs> so he beat up six Uber
5: drivers in the past two years.
4: It's your fault.
5: Exactly. <laughs> so do you feel bad that you banned from Uber? No, I use everybody else's Cash App. But <laughs> you
0: got Nyla. You got Nyla banned. Nyla got right back on.
3: Oh, she's back on. Yeah, she
9: Uber. got back on. <laughs>
0: you got
5: somebody Ever in else did. I think that anybody who beats <laughs> up six <laughs> Uber drivers in the past two years deserves to be banned from Uber. <laughs> That's crazy. And all other car services. Yes. Well, let's go right. to the full line. You might Ma- have to hide your face before they before you get banned from Lyft. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Matthew yo what's up what's the craziest thing that happened in the uber all right so first i
0: want to say i'm canadian right okay so i got on the an uber and since weed is legal um i wanted to roll a spliff in the uber before i got home right okay so um uh i i take out my papers but they're in my jordans so i have to take off my shoes and then um uh, while i'm chilling there i'm just rolling the spliff and then when i when the uber gets to my to my house i'm ready to go but i left i left one of my shoes there in the uber and then before I could tell him to stop, he left. Oh, so the Uber took your sneaker? Yeah, one of them. Oh, uh, okay. And and, and there were big ones, too. I don't know why he needed them. I'm a size thirteen.
4: Oh I don't know guys. why he needed them. No. Okay. Okay. All right, man. I wonder what his rating is.
5: I don't know.
3: 800-585-1051. What's the craziest thing that happened to you in the Uber? Call us now. And if, if you're an club. Uber
5: driver who got beat up by wax, call us <laughs> now, <laughs> too. <laughs>
4: There's a few of y'all floating around. I'll poke in the eye. <laughs>
5: it's the Breakfast Club. Good
3: morning morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about some of the craziest things that happened in a Uber. Now, we have Sean on the line. Sean, good morning.
6: Hey, what's up, Envy?
3: Hey, what's the craziest thing that happened in an Uber?
6: So, I peed on myself in the back of an Uber. Oh. We were in Atlanta for the weekend on the way to the club, and... I asked him to pull over because I had to pee. We had taken
2: some shots, and he did. We went in the gas station, but the
4: gas station didn't have any bathrooms, so I tried to make it to the next place, but
6: I couldn't. So. Why did you pee on yourself, happen. though? That's probably the Uber we got in. <laughs> I was drunk. I had to pee. I couldn't hold it, Charlamagne. You got to understand.
4: Why you didn't
3: pee
6: in the street? I mean, I wanted to be in a bathroom. We were in a public place. Like, that's illegal.
5: I understand. I just want you to have stronger vagina walls. My goodness! Like, like when I sharted on myself back in the day, I started doing butt Kegels. Maybe you need to do some Kegels to make sure that never happens again. I do,
6: I do. I have some Benoit
5: balls. I learned my lesson. Okay, okay. Now you do butt Kegels when you when you try to keep it tight back there. Well, when I sharted on myself, I felt it was too loose.
3: Mm. I did not get so loose? Never mind. Shut Stephanie, good morning. Mm-hmm.
4: You know how. <laughs> Stephanie.
12: Good
3: hey, good morning. What's the craziest thing that happened in the Uber?
6: Well, I'm an Uber driver here in Cleveland, so I'm calling y'all from Cleveland. Okay. And I Shout out to the land. I got a, a pair of siblings that politely asked me to join them as they pulled in my backseat.
3: Two females what? in the
6: backseat? No, a brother and a sister. <laughs> Can you guess their race? <laughs> Caucasian. Wow. <laughs> yep. But
2: That's did you join crazy.
5: them? Or the brother and sister no. was having sex in the backseat? First seat?
6: Of all, it was a brother and a sister, and I drove them to like, it was like 30 minutes away to like the suburban area, and like that's while crazy. we was approaching, they were getting more comfortable, and they're like, you want to come, you yeah. know? I'm like, uh... How do you know they were brother
4: and sister for real, though? Well, th- that's what they told me. Alabama Uber
5: popping. That's Cleveland. <laughs> this is Cleveland?
4: Yeah, she said Cleveland. Yeah, that's the land. <laughs> I didn't know they do
5: that in Cleveland. Welcome well, to the about land. The down south thing. Cassandra
6: Yes Hi MV
12: This is Cassandra from New Jersey Hey what's up you- I'm a Uber. Hey I'm an Uber driver And my girlfriend I mean it's not a crazy story But my girlfriend Had a heart attack In Uber uh, From her ride From like Hillside To Penn Station Newark And it was only like 10 or 15 minutes And she eventually Passed away so it's not a cra- you know it's not crazy, but when you when you're driving, you're That's not really crazy. paying attention to what you guys are, are doing in the back.
0: Not we even guys- if
5: we're dying, <laughs> 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 right?
12: But I also want you guys. I, I want to say to you guys that um, I thought this um, hour was going to be about Nipsey uh, Hustle and um, us being able to talk about how we feel about that. But I also want you guys to, in terms of Chris Darton, find out if he was ever a prosecutor or anybody in the Rolling Sixties or anything dealing with Nipsey Hustle and if this is this his way of now trying to get them back. Because I work with a lot of street organizations here in North and the guys that are involved. And a lot of times, these officers, sometimes is just not right. And these probation
4: officers, mm. these parole officers. So please, get on See that. See if there's some type okay. of other thing going on. No, okay.
5: I got you. All right, thank sense. you, Mama. Now, we was going to talk about Nipsey, but you know, it's Friday... And we want to keep the mood high. But, I mean, you know, we, we got plenty of time to talk about Nipsey. The funeral is coming soon, I believe. Absolutely.
0: Juan. What's going on? What's going on? Now, you an Uber driver, Juan? Yeah, yeah. I did it for a minute, man. I did it for a little bit a couple months ago. It was like in between jobs. I started trying it.
3: What's the craziest thing that happened in Uber? Man,
0: listen, this was my first night, man. My first night Ubering. So, I'm out of downtown, you know, getting picked up, whatever. I'm, I'm learning how to do it. So, I get this big ride to go out of, you know, out of my way out of downtown. Yeah. It was already late. So I'm like, right, after so I headed back, I'm like, man, if I don't make it to downtown, it's gonna be way too long. But I get a ping like to get off the highway. So I get off the highway, I go to this little club, and, you know, I'm looking for the people that order, I'm looking for the guy there. So this couple like comes out, I don't know if they just met him or whatever. So the dude was like drunk, they drunk. He's like, man, if you just take me down the street, I'll throw you 50 cash. I'm like, man, listen, to I'm like, how far is it? He? He's like, a mile, I'm like, all right, cool, get in, come on, he's like, it's me and my, my girl, whatever. So they jump in the car. He jumps in the, in the passenger and she's in the back. But before I pull off, she jumps out and she jumps in the front with him. So, you know, he puts the seat all the way back. And I'm like, he's like, you don't mind? I'm like, man, listen, this lady, I just need this 50 bucks. I'm cool. It's my first night. I'm like, I ain't tripping. So we pull, I, I, I'm like, I pull off I start driving, man. They start getting it on in the Uber, man. They start getting it on, like, right next to me. So I'm sitting here driving. I'll keep peeking over, like, He's looking at me like you don't mind, right? I'm
9: like,
0: I can care less. You know what I mean? He's rubbing on it. She's looking at me. Wow. He's like, you don't mind the Uber. I'm, the Uber guy watches. I'm like, trust me, I don't want to watch on me. Yeah, hey, you should. I'm, you should have told him get you get him. Through where
5: you need to be. You should have told him if you don't make her orgasm, I'm gonna give you a, a star rating.
0: Okay, <laughs> hey, man, I was sitting there bugging, I'm driving, she heavy, you know what I mean? They both loaded on the side, and I'm like, man, i, I, like it, I do. <laughs> and stuff I'm like And the thing was I was like, nobody gonna believe this story. They're going to think I made it up, man. I had to record them, man. I couldn't believe it. You, you recorded, recorded
12: them? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> evidence. I got evidence proof. It
0: was my first my Uber, when I swear I, can, I can't make this story up. I got a $150 tip for a mile. I couldn't
5: believe it. I feel like Dang. that's illegal, but you can send to um, breakfastclubam at gmail.com. The footage, you stupid. <laughs> no.
2: No. Just kinky, thank you, <laughs> brother. You're kinky, man.
5: You're you kinky. You know,
4: someone who works with us actually had their uh, Uber rating lowered because they called the Uber for someone and that person and ended up having a sexual incident in the Uber. Who? I don't want to call their name out.
3: Yeah, they actually, um, uh, in the Uber. Really? Yeah. Somebody that works here? Yeah. My producer, Dan? I'm, right I'm not saying he's standing next to me, though.
5: Right Dan, <laughs> come here. Put your lips on the mic. What happened? Hey, now. You got topped off in the Uber? Nah, no. It wasn't me. I got the Uber from my buddy, and I woke up the next morning, and I was wondering why there was all these complaints to my Uber. Uh-huh. And I had, like, a 2.5 rating after this, yeah. and the driver said that, my buddy got d him in the back seat and
3: that got it everywhere. everywhere. Wow. You know what? over you know suck- everywhere,
5: d- everywhere. <laughs> you know who needs to get a one-star rating in that what? situation? Ooh. The girl. Why she didn't swallow. Yeah, you know what? Like, what kind of, what kind you of what? what is going What the hell is going on in the world. Why would kinky. she swallow?
4: You know what? Yeah, we got rumors on the way. Uh yes, let's talk about Taraji P. Henson. What does she have to say about <laughs> Empire the next season? What's going on with Jesse? We'll tell you what she weighed in on.
3: All right, we'll get into all that next. Keep it locked. You would you would have swallowed, right? <laughs> This guy here. <laughs> it's the, it's the, breakfast the,
4: <laughs> the breakfast club. He's a clean man.
5: The Breakfast Club. We got a white man in the room. Oh my goodness. Hey. His name is Steve.
3: Wants, what the heck? Steven What's is this our happening? cameraman. Steve,
5: Steve, hit the button. Steve's a great guy, but he is so upset that all the black and brown people are hugging each other and telling, telling, <laughs> telling, a, telling each other we love them and we, we we love each other, we value each other, we appreciate each other. Steve is really he upset. Just wants a hug. He, a hug. he just well, wants no a hug. Well, no
4: one gave Nick a hug and Nick is in here too. I gave Nick a, I give did?
5: a hug today, Nick. No. Oh, hug, Nick. You like, he's Nick
4: Italian. I love you, brother. So why can't Steve get a hug?
5: Yeah, he'll be all right. He'll be getting loved all his life. It'll be
4: fine.
5: America. Oh, Steve. Steve, I'll give you a pound. Oh, you was one of those guys who grew up listening to Eminem crying. Uh,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Let's get to the rumors, man. Let's talk to Riri.
6: Listen up. It's just
0: in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. With Angela Yee.
4: It's the rumor report.
6: The Breakfast Club.
4: Well, more issues for Rihanna's dad. Now, you guys remember that Rihanna had to sue her own father, Ronald Fenty, because he's been fraudulently profiting off of her brand. He said that he was her rep and that things were involving Rihanna. <laughs> How do you sue your pops? He started a company called Fenty Entertainment because he's acting like he's working with her and representing her yeah, is that's not foul. true.
5: I love Rihanna, but I don't approve of this.
4: All right, now, the issue is now this. A guy named Chef Henny, he goes online and he does all these cooking with Hennessy videos. He has more than 9 million views from parody videos, always showing him cooking with Hennessy. He says that he signed with Ronald Fenty because Ronald told him Rihanna plays a central role in the company. And he trusted him. He said that he was going to give him a $750,000 marketing budget, but so far he's only gotten $50,000 Where's the rest. Ronald says that it's being held up by a South American investor. So he wants what he was promised, and he wants damages as well. Well,
5: nobody told Chef Henny to, like, you know, just be a groupie and jump at the fact that this man said he's associated with Rihanna.
4: I know, but if you can't, I wouldn't
5: sign with somebody just because of who they're associated with. I would want to talk to the person.
4: Well, he said he's like her rep, so I guess you feel like I'm saying. If Rihanna's
5: dad calls you, like, "Hey, Charlotte, you gonna think Rihanna got something to do with it?" No, you? I'm not. Well,
4: he said that she does. <laughs> That's the problem.
5: I'm gonna say, get her on Facetime then. Let me hear from her. She's busy. She's can in you the get, studio recording. her on the phone. She's in the studio recording. I still don't approve of uh, you know him her suing her daddy though because she that last name is his.
4: She might not want to sue him for money. It might just be to, to stop. sue him to stop, like cease and desist. Stop saying. You know, that I'm affiliated with this company when I'm not. She can't just call him? I'm sure she has. No. Uh, he's still doing it, you know? In so. a, on In
5: the meantime, Chef Henny, what's up with some baked chicken with some Hennessy, bro? I would like to taste that. Sounds, All right. Sounds tasty.
4: Henny chicken and waffles. Uh, now, let's talk about Avengers Endgame. They're saying that movie's going to make 200 to $250 million opening <sighs> weekend.
5: 21 more days, baby! Who cares? Drop one of Clues Bombs for Avengers Endgame. 21 more days. How much money did they said?
4: Between 200 and 250 million. You already bought your tickets. That's all? You? The first weekend? Yeah, I would
5: think that it would crack like a half a Billy.
4: But maybe Those it's weeks. not enough tickets to buy. In yeah, that's true. Everybody for can't go to the for first first to make weekend. that much.
5: No, I haven't bought my tickets, but I'll be fine.
4: You haven't? Okay. No. Now let's talk mm-hmm. about this $15 million trust fund story that Envy came in here so excited about yesterday. i seen
3: Pekka's posted. i seen Bigg's posted, so I thought it was true. I mean, ain't those his guys?
4: There was a report that Jay-Z was doing a $15 million trust fund for Nipsey Hussle's kids, and they did confirm that it was a fake news report. They said it's inaccurate, and please don't spread it. That's a sensitive thing. Why would somebody make up a story like that? For
5: clicks, for likes, for retweets. That is the stupidest thing. Listen, y'all spread everything on the Internet but the truth. Like Everything that's everything on the internet spreads fast but the truth. Nobody cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining. Thanks, and
4: that's why I'm sure Nipsey has things set up fine for his family. I'm sure. I'm sure that the mothers will hold it down and the family as well anyway. But you could
5: look at that post and tell it was fake. It didn't even come from any source. Like, there was no source cited for that. It was just a headline in bold italic with a picture of Nipsey and Jay. And people was reposting it. Like, why would you think that was the truth? And why wouldn't you just hit Hove and ask him I I didn't understand why. I I seen Peckaz posted that's what I'm talking about like why wouldn't your friends salute to Peckaz salute to Biggs yeah I saw
4: Peckaz last night what's up Peckaz
5: I mean even though that sounds like something Hove would do but why wouldn't you just hit him and ask him like this came from nowhere I seen Biggs and Peckaz there was no source for it but y'all just spread it this is crazy
4: (sighs) (sighs) All right. well I'm Angela Yee and that is your rumor report hey fam How'd you know that? Hey, fam! I tried the new flavors of orange vanilla it. coke and orange it. vanilla coke zero sugar. Yeah, you heard that right. You heard that. And I have to tell you, it's a great combination of coke, orange, and vanilla flavor. Head to your closest retailer today and try them out. Thank you, fam.
3: All right, revolt. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody no, else. No, we won't.
4: It's Saturday oh, that's... tomorrow. Oh,
3: that's right. Revolt. We'll see you guys on Monday. Everybody oh else, gosh, the People's Choice me. mixes up next, and then also. King Combs will be joining us for a little bit. He has a new project out right now, so we'll kick it with King Combs after the mix. So let us know what you want to hear, all right? Get your request in 800-585-1051. We're going to start off with I Got Five on it. You know, it, it's, it was so big in the movie Us, so we're going to get that on this morning, all right? That's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yeah,
13: what's up, it's King, King Combs, Man, I'm here. What's up, bro? I'm Happy back.
3: birthday, first and foremost.
13: Thank you, thank you so much. Finally, you know, 21 lit. now. Yeah, we lit now. Um, <laughs> but now I could be in Vegas because mm-hmm. you know Vegas was doing me dirty. Yeah, they yeah. won't let
4: you in the club, but they don't. That's right. yeah, why you've
13: never were. seen you <laughs> in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, nah, they was violent. So yeah, it's crazy. Toast? Threw me out. No, you, what you mean they threw you out? They threw you out of a club in Vegas? Yeah, man, I'm with Sway Lee. We vibing, we lit. Got me off the stage. Like,
4: Whoa. How would you even get in? They just didn't ID you when you got in
13: yeah it wasn't really tricky.
4: you know what though they could get shut down for that so and vegas is super strict so i guess you got to respect
13: yeah i hope i'm not ratting nobody out right now well, they but they school, so i'm 21. they, yeah, they 21 threw you out now. immediately
4: so <laughs> let's about talk th-
13: about the album a little bit now you, yeah. you, you're doing modeling you, you're doing music
3: you're what? doing a host of things so what do you prefer the most
13: what i prefer the most is definitely music because the modeling it wasn't nothing that i like reached out to do mm-hmm. it kind of they re- reached out to me the music is just like Really, where my heart and passion is at, like it's something I've been wanting to do since I was super little. I just put the project out that I'm super proud of. Mm-hmm. It has a whole bunch of different vibes, different features on there. Got T Grizzly, City Girls, City girls. Jeremiah, Todd Dollar, CYN on there too. So, how much influence has your dad had on this album? Was he there a the whole step of the way, or was it one of those things? Or were weird? you
4: like, I want to do it on my own and right. then come to you?
13: Yeah, um, I feel like. Me watching him when I was younger was really him being there, like, the most he could have been. Because, like, I learned so much from just seeing him on tour to doing stuff like this, interviews, to being in the studio. Like, he don't really need to be hands-on right now. He knows that. But when I show him the music, he definitely was like, yo, this is fire. He actually encouraged me to put out more songs.
4: You think you have, like, extra things to prove because people kind of wanted to doubt you because they wanted to say, eh, it's going to be trash.
13: Yeah, for sure. Like, 100%. I feel like I got to prove myself, like, double the times. Because, like, someone else, they could probably get a hit real quick, and then people just see him for that. So they just lit. They just got that hit. Right. But me, I could get a hit or something like that, but I'm still Diddy's son and all that. So I got to work harder to prove, like, yo, I'm King Combs. I'm C3. I'm Christian Combs. I'm not just Diddy's son. You feel me? So.
3: I read something where it said your your dad kicked you out the house. Yeah, for waking
13: up for, to eat breakfast too too late. Now, yeah, what, what, sure. what was that story? Damn. Yeah, so, cool, chill day. It was pretty gloomy outside. Pretty I mean, gloomy no outside. No reason to be outside. So I was eating and my man Ralph Rico was there. He helped me get the Love You Better track and we was just talking, eating. He don't really like seeing men like chilling. He like to see us like working, you Pump, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just don't chill around this house. He's <laughs> like, you can't he can't like why just y'all chill. niggas chilling? Yeah. So we was eating and he came like, yo, what's up? What y'all doing? He was like, I ain't working this week. What y'all was doing this week? What time, what time you went to the studio? What time you did I'm like, I was answering all the questions, but it wasn't good enough. He was like, yo, get out of my house. Both of y'all get out of my house right now. <laughs> get out? <laughs> yeah, I think he thought it was like the first meal of the day. It might have actually been a late day right. for me, to be honest, if I'm being honest here. But, yeah, he made me get out. Where'd you go? I had to sleep in the studio. I got my own little bad boy studio mm-hmm. in um, Hollywood, so. I was so there cooking up. what happened to Brother Love? <laughs> Brother
4: <laughs> Brother Love do so. This has been what Brother it, Love. right? Dead yes. ass.
13: I was asking the same question. Charlamagne had a meeting. Yo. Back in. How Stop.
5: you, man? You good?
13: Yep, Charlamagne, we talked about
3: how Puff kicked him out the crib one time because he woke up too late for breakfast. I'm trying to spaz. He kicked you off because you
5: woke up sh- late for breakfast.
4: Yeah, he couldn't. Take he shouldn't working.
5: He mad you we didn't want to eat? <laughs> he didn't want me to eat, man.
4: <laughs> I'll, I'll don't just, don't say that. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Why are you on Instagram with your shirt off with Joelle?
4: Joed. <laughs> His name is Joed. Come on, Joed. Who? Uh, you don't know Joed?
13: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Come you, on, why do you have to do that? It's going everywhere. Hold on, you don't know Joed? Let me see what you're talking about. Hold oh, on, oh, I gotta my, show you this. Uh, Joed is a young man. that Wow, to work no hush. Oh my. Oh. No, th- the angel. I think y'all was talking. I thought th- th- I thought y'all was talking about. He's are trying to be funny. That's so mean,
4: Charlamagne. Nah, I
13: thought you were talking about a star or something like that. Nah, Dino. Nah, Dino. That's my. But listen, you see that th- picture, th- right? Th- uh, we look crazy. Now, hold on. <laughs> Let me show you the comment.
5: Now, Ivy Rivera said, put a damn shirt on. Salute to Ivy. Look what Dino hit back. Chill, I'm trying to see something. Who said that? Dino, <laughs> that's your man. He said, chill, I'm trying to see something.
13: Oh, D. <laughs> nah, he probably trying to get at Ivy. I don't know about none of that. Oh, my gosh. Hey, <laughs> yo, Ivy, hit up my <laughs> <Joey>. Dino, <laughs> come get it. <him. laughs> <laughs> but but now nah, it, it was a pool party, so all of yeah, that of is like no, that was funny. No, that, was
4: funny. What <laughs> was that, that wasn't that was No, they live. were at dad's at a party. Oh, King, uh,
13: King Kong's uh, has six parties, man. There you go. Yeah, relax. How I feel to be 21, man? It was great. I didn't know you was that old. To be honest with you, I don't Word. know why I still thought you was a teenager. Yeah, I'm 21. It's official now. We can turn up. What? <laughs> Do you drink? Little bit. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, he, Black, pos- ciroc. Oh, Ciroc. That
4: don't mean he, don't,
13: he drinks. Pos- have pos- you ever <laughs> Have you ever been drunk? <laughs> drunk? It's only been a week. Not so not OD. On my birthday, I was I was a little tipsy though.
4: What do you prefer, Ciroc or Deleon?
13: Ciroc boy, I'm a Ciroc boy, but that Deleon is hit though. You gotta you gotta right. have the Deleon. It gets you in like a a dancing vibe. Yeah, the if ciroc- a tequila drinker. You got a tequila is a uh, quiet taste. I love tequila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the Ciroc just give me hype.
4: You know a lot for having only been drinking for like a week.
13: No, I'm just saying off of the uh, three, <laughs> five, <laughs> five, five, three days. Don't fall
5: for that. You're trying to set you up from what you heard.
13: Don't fall for that. From what you
3: heard. Trying up. to set you up. We appreciate you joining us, man. And the album is out right now. I thought you
5: took a shot with me. Sincerely,
3: C3.
13: Three.
2: <laughs>
13: Sincerely, C3 out right now. Go check it out if you haven't, please. All right, it's the Breakfast Club. It's King Combs. Uh huh, bad boy. Yo. All right, shout out to King
3: Combs for joining us. Make hey, sure so you uh,
4: check out that song, Surf.
3: Yeah, Surf is oh, pretty dope. I like dope. Surf. Surf mm-hmm. is tough. Surf is pretty dope. And like also,
5: featuring, it's featuring uh City Young Miami and, City Girls and T Grizzly. T Grizzly, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a tough
3: tune. Yeah, so shout out to King Combs, all right? And also tonight, I'm going to be out in Binghamton, so shout out to everybody out in Binghamton. I'll see you guys later on tonight.
4: Yes, I'm headed out to Detroit. Are you going to the D? Yeah. Back to the D, yee! Yeah. Um, Emmy, you sound really excited. <laughs> Just relax. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
5: All right. Charlotte, Sh- <laughs> Sh- Sh- what you doing this weekend, man? Uh, this weekend, I don't have anything planned. Salute to the homie Jess Hilarious. Jess Hilarious is, uh, performing at, um, Caroline's all weekend. Okay. She's got shows there tonight and tomorrow, so I may go check her out. Oh, I'm doing BeautyCon on Sunday.
2: Oh, that's BeautyCon. Yeah,
5: I'm doing something with the Shade Room at BeautyCon. BeautyCon? Not booty, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's called BeautyCon. I'm doing something with the Shade Room, um, Sunday at BeautyCon. Okay. So sure. I'll, I'll be at BeautyCon on Sunday. Is
4: there going to be Light Skin Lenard there, or...? <laughs>
5: Nah, i salute to Angie from the Shade Room. I, I think we're doing a fireside chat or something like that. Okay. But yeah, I'll be doing that with them on Sunday. And um, salute to Erin Burnett at CNN. I did her show last night out front. So that was dope because I, I watch out front like damn near every other night. Like when I'm home winding down mm-hmm. and I want to catch up on the, wor- up. The, the world news of the day. Around 7 o'clock I'm always watching her show. So it was dope to be on her show last night. So salute to Erin. All right, and also short, uh, shout to Morgan
3: Radford. Of Morgan! Morgan! We're gonna be on her show on, on MSNBC, NBC, yes. so definitely check her out. And thank you for having us. You know, we got to shout out um, Castro for joining us today. Who Juli- on? Castro? Yes, Julian Castro, 2020 presidential candidate. So
5: yes, 2020 presidential candidate and former Secretary of uh, HUD. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I got questions for anybody who runs HUD because I don't understand how come military veterans don't get you know free room and board. Like I feel like mm-hmm. if you fought for this country, that's the least you should have when you return home. Is a place to stay. Nothing pisses me off more than seeing the veterans, you know, with signs in their hand begging for change on the side of the road. And I, it is I important it. for
4: people to know about certain plans and vouchers and things that they are eligible for as well.
5: Yes. All right, well, you got a positive note for the people, bro? Yes, man, The positive note, man, this weekend. Remember this, when you're hanging out with your folks, you are the sum of the five people closest to you. So make it count. Breakfast Club,
2: bitches! You all finished or you all done?